Welcome to My First Time. I'm Mary Jo Smith. I'm Colleen Smith. No, no relation. relation. With us as always is Ian Bones Smith. Right. He's but, not related to me. But related to me. Yes. Uh, the mystery deepens. This month's topic is My First Time Prank. Pranks. Maybe you pranked someone. Maybe somebody pranked you. We're going to find out from our fabulous guests. Our guests are Jillian Bell, Michael Ostrom, and Tessa Goss. Yay! Yay! Hey guys, let's go around the table and introduce yourself. Yeah, tell us about yourself, just in like 10 words or less, or 20 <laughs> words, 30 words. Oh gosh, I'm going to be counting my words, so I've used them all. <laughs> That's great. That's great. I'm Jillian Bell. Uh, I'm Michael Ostrom. Uh, I'm an actor and a, a puppeteer, and uh, I'm from Delaware. <laughs> oh, the tax-free state. Yeah, hell yeah. I'm Tessa Goss. Uh, fun fact, I'm drinking a bottle of rosé and a LaCroix right now. <laughs> Double fisting it. That's yeah. how we do it at my first time. All right. Well, I guess with those colorful introductions. Are you up first this evening? I am. Uh-huh. So, <clears throat> the, this topic came about because I was seeing Clue at the Hollywood Forever Cemetery with Jillian, and we were discussing pranks and my hatred of them. Oh. Um, and then I was... I told Jillian I don't do pranks I hate them I never participated in one and then I realized actually yes I have in the worst possible way (laughs) so um I lived I don't know 29 to 30 years without ever committing a prank I would stop pranks I would tell people they were about to be the victim of a prank oh my god (laughs) yeah you were a prank blocker yeah I was a prank blocker if someone tried to get me in on it and I said no I don't want to do it why I hate them. Why? I, I do not understand the comedy or the joy out of making someone feel bad about themselves, humiliate themselves, I, I, and unbeknownst to them. You I know, agree, you, I agree. And I, I don't understand shows like Punked. No. Uh, there was an episode, I think it was Venus Williams thought somebody, a baby was trapped in a car and somebody <gasps> was driven off with it. Oh, God. She ended up crying at the yeah. end, sobbing. And then they come out and, oh, it was a prank. I don't know why that's a prank. I don't know why that's entertaining or funny. Ashton Kutcher is a prank on all of us. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why she signed a release, other than to show that she's what we already would assume about her, that she's a human who cares about other humans. <laughs> <laughs> so I've never understood prank stuff. <clears throat> so I'm, uh, I think I was like 30 or maybe 29, and was pretty broke, and I went and I auditioned for this show that seemed legit. It was at the, the studio in Culver City that the... Um, <laughs> Just gone. the sentence seemed legit. <laughs> the Gone with the Wind, you know, house. MGM? You know, that split. Is it MGM? The so, studio is MGM. The studio, but that, whatever that studio is, I went in there. Sony. Sony. Yeah. And I auditioned for this thing that was supposed to be sort of a reality interaction show. I don't think they said the word prank. The only thing I auditioned for was a woman who had written a book called Oreogasm. <laughs> 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 No. That's brilliant. And she was a white woman who had written a book about how making love to black men was better. <laughs> oh, I totally thought it was just yeah. about like loving food. No. <laughs> no. So the entire audition was me improvising as this weird woman and saying things to the effect of, oh, you know, a black man's reach, no, deep African roots, just, just being an idiot. Right. And so I thought, okay, I can do this. I can be the idiot's who's being mildly condescending, but most of the joke is that I'm an idiot, right. not the person I'm dealing with. 
And I get it, like I kill it and I get it. And I'm so excited because I'm poor from, I think medical bills, I can't remember. Mm-hmm. And so I go in, that's so specific, <laughs> I'm poor, from medical bills. <laughs> I was just trying to remember why I was so poor and I looked up the call sheet from several years ago and it, it lined up with the first time I had a seizure. It was like, yeah. You yeah, were I'm, able no. to just look up a call sheet from several years ago? I hoard emails like a hoarder, but no. thank God it's online. Wow. Yeah. That's interesting. So, and for tax audits, I feel like if anyone comes at me about that, I can say I have emails backing up that I drove that many miles to whatever. Mm. So, um, I go to the rehearsal and it becomes very clear to me that this isn't the only thing I'm doing. Mm. And it's upsetting, but I've already agreed to do it. And they're paying me, I think, about $5,000 which I really need. For your medical bills. Yeah. For my medical bills. Yeah. Not for my life, not for joy, no. just no. for medical no. bills. Yeah. To survive. So I <laughs> say I'll do it. They fly us to some town outside of Vegas. Uh, I thought it was it's, Reno, it's but it wasn't because Reno has some sort of like nightlife and personality. This was a hotel, <laughs> seems just like the middle of the desert. Oh, were there's you? a it's a town people do a lot of pranks in. What? <laughs> no, it's like prank a prank Arizona. A lot of, no, a lot of, it's prank town. A lot of shows. A lot of shows apparently film pranks in this area because it's not Hollywood, but it's close to LA. And they have no laws. Did you have a guess? <laughs> no, I was no just law. thinking maybe you were at State Line or something. I didn't know where you were. Hey, I, I, can't, I couldn't well. find. I couldn't find anything other than the woman said, "Can't wait to see you guys in Vegas." So we were somewhere in, in Las Vegas. Okay. But not in Las Vegas. Yeah. Side note, I want to name my kid Prank Nevada. <laughs> prank Nevada. Okay. So we get there. It's a white guy, a black guy, an Asian girl, and me. Oh, boy. As a white woman. It's like so, the Girl Scouts. Yeah. <laughs> so first thing in the morning, and this is the absolute worst the story will be. First thing in the morning, we go to this office complex, and they explain we're doing something called KKK doctor. Oh, God. Oh, what? No. Yeah. No, no, no. Because, oh, I forgot to tell you. I, 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 sorry, I skipped a step. The name of the show is True Colors. It's a show about racism and how people show their true colors in situations. Oh, oh it's kind of like, what would you do? Basically, of yes. racist pranks. Yes. Oh. Like, what would you do to the Jew? Yeah. <laughs> what would you do to the Jew? To this Jew. It's like the Stanford experiment, but hilarious. Yeah. So, um... I'm the nurse or you know receptionist, and there's a doctor in the back room. The premise is the doctor will be late. Somebody it's like they will resurrected bring... all bunch of porn scripts. <laughs> <laughs> the doctor will be late. The doctor will be late. Uh, they this friend brings her friend in. I make them wait, so they're sort of agitated. Then he comes walking in. He opens a closet. In the reflection of a mirror in the closet, they see KKK robes. The friend who's in on it goes into the doctor's office. Do we see the friend freak out? What is her reaction? Blah, blah, blah. So, Oh, the, so this one person is, doesn't know what's going on. One the rest person, of them are actors. Yes, yeah, or her friend. Her friend who's pranking her. Right. So the first thing, it's super early. These two young girls walk in, two black girls. They, One of them is clearly hungover, the one who's being pranked. Uh, I'm sure they went out for the night because she's uh-huh. still kind of cute and dressed like, she's a little too dressed up, so I don't even know if she went to sleep. <laughs> And she's clearly annoyed that she's been asked to do this. I imagine the come with me to my doctor's appointment conversation was why? Like, why do you need to be there so bad? So she's just sort of sitting there annoyed. And I say the doctor's going to be late. And she's sort of annoyed. And then he comes in. And 
she clocks it right away, the, the reflection. I was like, maybe people won't see this. She sees it. But her response is, what? Like, what's happening? Annoyed. Kind of comedic, empowered, uh, just sort of, I don't know what Still it. drunk. Still kind of drunk. You know the, where you are when you're in a hangover, you're like, I'm not going to handle this. I'm not going to deal with this. I'm not up for this. So um, it goes relatively well for this prank. You know, I think at some point she asked me something and I just played dumb. And they have a little butt in your ear to tell you to say things. And eventually, I think she knocks on the door to pull her friend out. And the friend's are like, hey, you've been pranked. I don't know what the point of this. I don't know what you got true colored. Yeah, I don't know yeah. what. I don't like racists. I've been true colored. Yeah, it's exposed your hypocrisy. It was horrible. What? But I, you know, I survived it. Then, oh boy, oh the second group. No. Two old ladies, seventy at the youngest, and not a blazer wearing high profile seventy. <laughs> high tight buns in the top of their heads, sweaters, <sighs> and they walk in. Are they African American? African American. Okay. And I thought, what? I don't know which one is. I was like, why would you prank your friend? <laughs> and also, all I keep thinking is, these women were around for the civil rights movement. They you mean were... last weekend? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Exactly. Well, and that's also, this is, you know, several years ago before uh, we all figured out that racism is still, still around. around yeah. I was still living in the blissful world of that's the only hardship she dealt with and everything's great now. Right. But I was looking at them and I just thought, I don't, why, I can't do this to these women. And they come in, I say, the doctor's going to be late. And then, you know, he comes in, he opens the closet, she sees the thing. The friend clocks it immediately and is upset right away, doesn't know what's going on. Oh, and before this, they said, when's the doctor going to be here? And I said, I'm so sorry he's late. And in my ear, they're saying, say, some people or those people are always like, mumble it to yourself. And I just wouldn't. And they kept saying it and saying it and saying it and and I wouldn't do it. Um, And then this woman gets agitated once her friend goes in and knocks on the door and is just like not having it done. And it's like... Surprise! You've been pranked. <laughs> and oh, no. she didn't, her look on her face was, I don't understand what this prank is or what's going on. And I hope, I bet you they have so much audio of me after every prank going, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. It just me, just apologizing. And the woman was not enjoying it. Why would she? Why would you? Yeah. The, the idea of your sensitivity to just seeing something that you barely see, a setup that's pretty could be missed e- e- very easily was so high that it's no this is her reality this isn't funny and well, the plus guy, it's like it's a kkk robe it's not like a clown suit like yeah. people are afraid of clowns it's irrational yeah. but whatever yeah but the kkk it's sort of you should be afraid and you should be horrified and you should be angry for your 70 year old friend who went into a doctor for any of us yeah so <laughs> that i th- Thought it was, it was the worst it ever got. So feel at ease for me to tell these other two dumb casual stories, which is, um, one of them I forgot and then I looked up, I found the list of all the sketches, which I'll tell you at the end. Um, I forgot I did and I blanked it out. The second one I did was in that same office and we did racist auditions. What? So you bring in people who wanted to be actors, like we're excited about auditions. They come in. And you give them a part, they read it normally, and they say, well, can you read that Asian, or can you read that Latino? And be like, more Latino, more Asian. And you just have them do horrible, racist, offensive uh, accents. And then you go, you've been pranked! So they're on tape being offensive. No. And then, sorry, are these like, 
white people doing other races? White people, or, but or other people races doing their too. own races, doing like No one got to do their own race. It was 100% oh. ditto. Did any person feel comfortable doing a race other than their own? And people did it. Because mm. most of them were very young. I think they wanted to be actors, and someone says, can you do it with a Chinese accent? Oh and some of them didn't do, you know, horrible Mickey Rooney levels of yeah, accents. But yeah. anybody, who's, <laughs> anybody who's not Asian, and even a lot of Asian off actors, you know, Long Duck Dong have been, <laughs> don't do it. So oh we finish, uh, we finish that day, and the black guy who was in the group, we had bonded and we got along really well, and. Um, that night, I was having a breakdown. I was like, I think I should quit. I, I can't do this. I don't want to do this. And he's w- reading Invisible Man. They could, you know, <laughs> in the midst, of course, in the midst of this thing. Yeah, right on. So I ask him, I say, you know, what do you think? And he gives me this like, really lovely speech about, you know, I don't, I don't know what we're doing is, is horrible, but also, you know, if this money is paying for your life, which contributes to your art, and your art helps people, and it helps people survive horrible things... <sighs> Then it's fine. Don't worry about it. And it was such. It didn't. It helped me feel better, but it didn't take away the fact that I hated doing it. Right. <laughs> so the next day, we finally do Oreogasm. Oh my god. Which is me in some random mall in Nevada, um, with a bunch of books around me that have the high. Oh, you're on location now. Yeah, we've been on location this whole time. We I don't know why we went to Las Vegas, but we went to Las Vegas. You went to Prank Nevada. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> Prank Nevada. <laughs> So we're in this mall, and there are all these books of Oreogasm. And I forgot this until this morning when I was thinking about the story, that I had met that guy previously when we had taken the photo shoot, where he had to take off his shirt, and it had to be, like, me embracing him in my, like, white face orgasming. And it was covered, it covered all of these books. I, I'm actually actively sweating. I'm so agitated by this. So we're in this mall. And what happens is I'm standing there trying to pitch my book to people and people will come over and I'll say terrible things about uh, the black male sensuality. How, and I, how busy is this mall? Is it like... Relatively busy. It's, okay. not, it's not packed. And like are people just walking by you? Does anybody get a sense this is weird? Or do they really, really... They think it's hilarious and weird, but I don't think they think it's a prank. Okay, okay. And they're still in my ear telling me to say worse and worse, worse things and I'm just oh. ignoring them. And I think they either thought I was like deaf or dumb. Because <laughs> it just wouldn't say what they were telling you to say. But this, so we're into like the day. Like what? What were they asking you to say? Like, just talk about his, I, it was worse with the, mm-hmm. it was the worst with the women, but I think with the audition, it would be like, really Asian it up. Really chung fu, kung fu it, you know, just, <sighs> you know, Szechuan beef it. Like, just terrible. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Stuff in your ear. So the uh, the very end of it, I think we were done ish, and it was like, um, when you finish talking about your book, I had to Tarzan call the wonderful, educated, invisible man reading person who like coached me through this. I had to go ah, across a giant mall. No, yeah, and he would come running up shirtless. And it's like, I don't know what we were proving. And it was always kind of, the, the thing that saved me was I was the moron. And this was so demeaning to everyone on every level. And no one ever came up to me and said, you're an asshole, stop. Which is what somebody should have. Mm. So I was like, I guess we proved that no one would tell me to stop mm-hmm. and be a moron. Right. Or that you're, you're very print- likable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're just incredibly likable. Yeah, you're you can very really, likable racist. You can really get past racism. So, um... <laughs> So I've never pranked again. 
Um, yeah. I never I will. But you. I realized when I said I don't like pranks, I did the worst <clears throat> version of pranks anyone could ever do. But I looked up, I found the, the call sheet for other things. There was Oriental car insurance. <laughs> ah! Jesus, not even Asian, but Oriental. Yeah, I mean, it's hyper Oriental. Uh, modern day slaves. Mm. Uh, what? There was... Uh, white reparations where people are trying to get reparations for well, slaves. That is actually happening now, though. So, so we did that. That's fair. You were ahead of your time. Uh, yeah. The Black House, which was trying to get the White House painted black. It was a petition. Um, <laughs> oh and then gosh. the one I blocked out. Oh, the White House. Yeah, yeah the it. one I blocked out, which I, yeah. I remember later I, that I did this, but um, I don't remember it, was racist fortune teller. Oh, my God. Where you tell someone's fortune, but then tell them it was just like stereotypes about their race. Mm. The man who created it was a black man. His co-star or co-partner was a white woman. It ran on Crackle. Uh-huh. Uh, I tried to find it. It does not exist there or on YouTube. Thank God. And that is my story. Yay! Yay! Wait, um, do you really think you got paid five thousand, or do you think you're just telling us that to make us feel better, and you really got paid like <laughs> eleven hundred? Really, I don't know why I would have that number that's in my a brain. A lot of money for like that's. It was like it was studio produced. It was supposed to. Be, I think it was an original program for Crackle. This was about nine years ago, so I think yeah. maybe they had more larger budgets then. Maybe they were giving you a shame fee. <laughs> maybe hush money. I think there was something I was supposed to do that I got out of too. <laughs> that they said, "Can you do this?" And I started to have a breakdown and said, "No." I want to tell you something. If I ever get access to a time machine. <laughs> <laughs> I promise you I will use my one trip yeah. to go back and just give you $5,000 so you don't ever have to do that. Yes. So, that is... so Jillian, baby Hitler lives, but she gets her five I'm grand. so sorry, cool. everyone. Cool. <laughs> wow. Well, there you go. Tessa. All right, let's just get all the insecurities let's just do out. It. Let's yeah. just, this is Tessa Goss, and, you know, I mean, I feel... I feel like a fraud. I mean, because <laughs> I, I, I mean, I hate pranks. I hate pranks. I get so my heart pounds. Like, like I was the girl at the Grateful Dead concerts or like the Fish concerts, and people were like, kind of freaking out on drugs, and I was like, we need a medic. We need a medic. <laughs> like, I was so nervous. So a prank was just not, not a thing. But I was thinking about it since you, ladies, asked me to do this, and. Um, I would say my first prank, my first prank is more of a tale of, like, lore. <laughs> Days gone by. <laughs> Which is, like, the place I am in my life, right? I'm 39 plus plus plus, so math. And then, <laughs> like, just kind of, I have a kid going off to high school, and then I have, like, a baby, and then I have somebody in the middle who's really annoying, and, like, <laughs> just, you know, trying to make it as an actress, like, make it in this town, and, like, you know, celluloids, like, all over the place. And so it's, like, first prank, first prank was definitely Alexia Eaton's house. Um... <laughs> third grade she was super fancy she was very very um she was spoiled you know she was very spoiled so we loved being at her house because Mm. there was food there were people they helped they made sandwiches (laughs) the mom laughed at everything i said and did and she was around she fluttered in she fluttered out and like (laughs) the parents bought us score bars when i came home from like date night and so lexi's house was like the shizit and she had um 
she had a telephone booth. She had her parents like cut out a um this was like typical of the the super fancy girls friends of mine, not me, <laughs> but they their parents would cut out this booth and they would put in like pillows and like a pillow and a pillow and a pillow on top and you would make phone calls and it was a teen line. They had oh. their own line. Oh yeah, I had a teen line. But I didn't have a pillow after a pillow oh, thing. Oh, okay. we had a so teen line. It was either. a payphone. <laughs> true story. Stop. No, it's true story. So we would call these twins who were down the road and across the street from Lexi. Their, their names were Davy and Jay. I mean, yeah, Davy and Jay. And we were all in love with Davy. Everyone was in love with Davy. But Jay was, Jay was hot. I mean, there was no, there was no reason <laughs> to not be loving Jay. But for whatever reason, we all were like, we're all gonna love Davy. <laughs> and so we would <laughs> call his house. Um, to prank him, and the prank was this. This was the prank. <laughs> coming, we're coming clean from the KKK of Colleen. We're refreshing. <laughs> it was to play. I just called to say I love you, and we would have that pastel pink boombox <laughs> that only the fanciest girls had, and um, so Lexi had one. I did not have one, and um, we would have Stevie Wonder's tape, cassette tape, in there. And then as soon as he would pick up, the plan was um, push. Now, of course, cassettes, they have like that long wait, right? Yes. So it's tricky. And the other tricky part was getting past his mother. They did not have a kid's phone line. Mm. The Hood family so had, had a one, it was a one thing. Mm. And the mom was, um, she, she just had two twin boys. Like she wasn't like, I mean, this also dates me because this was you know people had a home line and a parent would answer and they didn't suck your ass they just were like you're a fucking kid <laughs> you're not calling me you are annoying me and we're done we're done here like so we'd be like we call we would call a bunch of times and then we would hang up when the mom would answer she would go hello because we were ready we were ready for this kid this third grade kid to answer why no so um Finally, in the fifth call, and I love that we thought she wouldn't assume the other calls were us. We'd be like, is Davey there? <laughs> and she'd be like, no, he's not home. Silence. Do you know when he's going to be back? <laughs> no, he's out with his dad. I don't know when he's going to be back. Okay. And then we'd like <laughs> really, really fast. So the prank ended up being we walked like four hot Florida blocks to his house and held um, the pink boombox on my shoulder because Lexi made me do it because she was like, it's my boombox. You have to hold it. <laughs> and we stood in front of his house and played Stevie Wonder's I Just Called to Say I Love You. And I don't think he was home. <laughs> I really don't think he was home. Um that's so cute. And then the only other thing I thought of um, was that year, five years later, I was at Becky's house. She also lived near Davy, and I guess we were still in love with Davy. Good bones. Davy. <laughs> Davy Hood, where are Davey? you? Oh, we got a um, second name. Awesome. So Look him up. We, went, we tried to go and teepee his house, which is the later version of I like you. the Stevie Wonder phone right. yeah. call. And uh, Becky's dad totally busted us climbing out the window because we were probably so loud <laughs> <laughs> the toilet paper. 
newspaper discussing it. Like there were no there was no whisper. There was no whisper happening. And the dad was standing there, arms folded, and he was like, What do you think you ladies are doing? And we were like <gasps> And we have like three like three toilet papers and we were like, I guess we're going to bed to pray for ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> Did you get any toilet paper on the house? Nothing. Didn't even uh, get out nothing. of the house. And then I thought about it further and I was like, doing this podcast about the prank and the toilet paper. Did I, we would, if, if we got out the door, we would have been so noisy in their front yard <laughs> and we, we had no game plan. Like, you got a toilet paper, a tree. No, we would have thrown the toilet roll once and then run home like as fast as we could. Anyways, so I'm old and I'm a dork. And that's my story. Yay! Yay! Who's next? Prank call. Me? Okay. So good. Really? Well, I don't know if this was meant to be like a pro prank show, but I likewise am totally anti-prank. Wow, this is fascinating. I think it's not gentlemanly. I, I think it's mean. I don't. I don't like being roped into one. I got a few tales of pranks that I was involved in, and then I'll tell you my first prank at the end. But uh, some people know here, like uh, that. I before I became a puppeteer, I worked at Jim Henson's Creature Shop. Mm -hmm. uh, Mary Jo and I met you at the Groundlings. Mm -hmm. I had like one year of unemployment, so I took all the Groundlings I could. Smart then, man. Thank you. Mm -hmm. And then I got it. And you, by the way, you don't tell the others, but you still are my favorite teacher at the Groundlings. Oh, um, I wish I had you. The other, sweet. The other ones can figure that out yeah. and cry themselves yeah. to sleep. Take that, Roy Jenkins. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, boy. Um, but uh, so. I finally had to get a job, and my friend Vinny gets me a job just answering the phones at Jim Henson's Creature Shop. It's like, well, this will be cool. Maybe something will come of it someday. <laughs> hey, look at that. And day one, my old boss, Jim, really sweet guy, but they love to prank there. Jim one Henson? of the pranks was, mm. no, not Jim, no. Oh. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> my old boss, Jim, at Jim yeah, Henson yeah, Studios. Yeah. He was a ghost. Um, <laughs> like, they, one time they put a quarter of a stick of dynamite in a... Uh, a, 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 a pallet of sculpting clay just to see what would happen. There were some crazy people there. Some of them Ooh. aren't with us anymore. Um, <laughs> but on day one, he goes, hey, Michael, I want you to do this for me. Take a piece of letterhead, company letterhead, and make up a fake order form for Muppets adult-sized onesies. <laughs> like, small, medium, large, Miss Piggy, Gonzo, Kermit, and then just spread them around the shop. I'm like, well, you're the boss. Okay. So I did it. And for like two months, people were coming to me with a check. Like, well, I, I'd like to get him for Christmas. I'm like, what is the point of this prank? <laughs> hey, uh, he's giggling in the corner every time some sucker comes. He's like, I want a Kermit, you know, for my dad. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, how long do I keep this going? You're the boss. Yeah. Um, another thing that happened once with Facebook, out of the blue, my my brother's college roommate, was these guys I looked up to when I was a little kid, he finds me on Facebook. He goes, oh, you live in Hollywood. He lives in Seattle, and he's in a relationship with a woman who lives in L.A., and they're married now, but... At the time, she worked in a real estate office on Sunset Boulevard. He's like, here's what I want you to do. Here's what I love. You're an actor. Yes. <laughs> go make a jackass out of yourself. Yeah. He wanted me to go into her. They, she sold high-end real estate like up in the hills and stuff. Like, go in there like for like a half an hour. Just pretend you got all the money in the world. Like, blah, 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 blah. I'll get arrested. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> like, no, I don't do that. I never, you know. Um, and the other one, like I... One time a prank, my wife of all people pranked me once, and this mm -hmm. involves a Sunday company. I don't know, you may have oh. left for New York already, Jillian. 
but it was my birthday. Uh-huh. And I'm not the type of guy to throw my own birthday party. I have a small little thing at home. But I thought, well, this is a fun time in my life. I love these people I'm working with. This is a great experience. And, like, we all go out after the show on Sunday. It's my birthday. I'm going to I'm gonna host a thing at one of these bars up yeah. down Melrose. Yeah, let's all go out. Dark Everybody room. went out after the show. Sure. Karen would eat two hamburgers or whatever after every show and stuff. <laughs> It's my birthday. We're getting our notes, you know, as we do, and then I'm like, at hey, the I, bar. No, no, we're in the oh. we're in the green room at the oh. groundlings, getting the notes after the show. And then I said, "Hey, everybody, it's my birthday," and I'm, and one by one, they all shot me down, like the nicest people in the world, you know, like Dana Powell and Sarah Baker, like, yeah, I got an early morning. Yeah. Oh, no. Terrible. I'm like, well, this is what you get for putting yourself out there. <laughs> Boy, I really. Wow, I guess I better rethink my relationship with every one of these people. (laughs) It turns out my wife had planned a surprise party, like at the mint across the street, and everybody said, I gotta go, I gotta go, go. And then when I go to the bar to meet my wife and like my one friend who's gonna go out, they're all there with funny glasses and hats and stuff. And I was like, this is great. It's gonna take me about an hour to get over wanting to kill all you (laughs) people. Yes. Anyway, so that's why I don't like pranks. I think they're gross and dumb. I don't like being co-opted into them. Like you, Colleen, I wanna give them away. Yeah. Immediately. He's about to prank you. Yeah. This person's about to prank you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't, don't go in there. Don't go in there. I don't like surprise parties. I don't like hiding uh, in the room, you know? No. But since this is first prank, yeah. we'll go all the way back to like my earliest memories. Now, I'm the youngest of four kids. And so I had, for about what I remember, two years before kindergarten, it was just mommy and me. Mm-hmm. And it was great. Grocery store, hanging out, you know, just mommy and me. And, uh, I don't know if it's regular for people to have vivid memories of this time, but I have a few select vivid memories. Like, I remember we went to the A&P grocery store, and there was, like, this muddy cliff wall with some things growing out of it. And she said, dragons live in there. Oh, <laughs> oh like, I remember gosh. for two years, every time we'd go to the grocery store, I was like, oh, where are the dragons? They're coming out any second now, right? Where are the dragons? <laughs> but I remember I was home by myself. And, you know, I don't blame her, but mom would disappear every once in a while. You know, <laughs> you know you're home toddling around, literally toddling around and sometimes banging on the door. Hey, taking a nap? Hey, it's me down here. Yeah. She wasn't, she was upstairs, I was downstairs. And I remember thinking, ah, I'm going to scare mommy. Oh, boy. Oh, no. I know what I'll do. I'll make a scary face. A scary face will scare mommy. Now, my dad worked in aerospace, so he had some stuff around the house that was industrial strength, like this black magic marker. Uh, this thing was like actually a God. bottle. It was a glass bottle with a marker tip on it. So it had oh, oh yes, like, yes, yes. It really smelled and stuff. It's like, I'm going to draw a face on this chair. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So I draw the eye. I remember this. I was, must have been three. Wow. I draw an eye, another eye. I draw a nose and I draw the mouth. Mm. Like, yeah, that's going to scare mommy. <laughs> oh, man, that's a smiley face. <laughs> I screwed up. So just imagine little toe-headed kid. How many chairs 1971 do you got? I turned, the, I turned the thing over. No. The, the seat cushion over. Drawing an eye. Drawing another eye. Drawing a scary mouth. And I'll just, I still remember looking up and seeing my mommy. <laughs> and there's that, oh that there's like a moment of growth. You know, that moment of like, this was a terrible idea. <laughs> this was, what was I thinking? This was awful. So that was probably my first and last prank. What know? did she do? Oh, she was furious at me. You got in trouble? You ruined I thought, oh, the yeah, chair. Yeah. How did you get in trouble, though? What's the well, what's trouble in your house? That I don't remember. Dad got <laughs> That's home. why you don't remember. Don't wait till your father Dad gets Dad is a, like me. He's full of Dutch anger. So, uh, <laughs> the classic the Dutch hollering, anger. The hollering. No physical stuff. <laughs> just the hollering was all you yeah. needed to have the fear of bejesus in you. But I, I do remember like that, that, that moment of dawning on me like, oh. 
smiley face, monster face, doesn't matter. This was a terrible <laughs> idea. Where do you think the scaring her came from? Do you think you saw like, a scary movie or like? It might have been like Sesame Street monsters. Like I don't know. I don't know what it was. I just thought it's just her and I. Hey, we're bored. You're, you're upstairs. <laughs> She's really bored. I'm done yeah. playing with my brother's toys, you know. Yeah. Oh, this will be good. Well, let a good teacher idea. leave her idea. three-year-old home alone, I mean, you know, alone in the house. Like, even if she was there, like, where was she? She was just Napping. upstairs taking a chill taking pill. A yeah. you know, Mom's I was, got a I nap. was the last of four. You know, I got it. They were yeah, sort no, of on autopilot. And right. she could take a few naps, right, and I'd be right, fine. Right, right, That's you know? true. I do have, also from this period, vivid memories of eating a grasshopper. Oh. And I was like, hey, what's this? Protein. Yeah. yeah. And then well, someone tried to make me throw up over the toilet. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Here's my story. Um, very similar. Uh, there's some similarities in uh, our stories, Michael. You, you're about to find out. So um, I'll set the stage. I'm um, the oldest of five. And oh I um, this, this story takes place um, in Yellow House number one. At the time, it was only called Yellow House, <clears throat> but then we had a second Yellow House that became Yellow House Number Two. So now, in telling this story, I have to tell you that it took but place in Yellow House thing. Number One. Yes. Okay. What city and state? Uh, this was in Willits, California, which oh, is yeah. way up north. Okay. Um, and this house still stands. I was just outside of this house a couple years ago um, for the first time since I was like ten or something. Um, this house is a really beautiful uh, craftsman-like house and uh, built in the like the late 1800s and it's two-story and it's yellow it's still yellow and it's across the street from a park and it's a it was it's a beautiful house or was a beautiful house when we lived in it we didn't have a lot of money um, but the, it was a nice it was a nice house and um, it was. It had like all lots of old houses. It had little nooks and crannies and little weird idiosyncrasies about it, and creaky doors, and you know, like this house that we're in right now. Like nothing is square or flush anymore. It's just <laughs> been settling for a hundred years, so nothing matches up. And um, and it was a great house. And my youngest sister was born in that house. She was born because my, uh, my we were hippies, and um, so there was a lot of just like lay on the floor and push the baby out, and then go clean the kitchen. Um, <laughs> So this was Yellow House number one, and the weirdest thing about the Yellow House number one was there was a staircase that went from the dining room um, up, sort of in the center of the house. And and in my memory, this is the only staircase in this house, but it was a it was a very narrow enclosed staircase, like it didn't have openness on either side. You just went straight up the middle of the house, and at the um, the top of the staircase if you went around the back side there was this big giant closet that like was angled because the you know the stairs ran down part of it if that makes sense okay. and that was like my brother's bedroom was like this mm. weird closet under the stairs mm-hmm. um and uh, <laughs> it's like Harry Potter. It's very strange and uh um my but there was a there was a in that staircase about halfway up the staircase there was a closet and it wasn't as far as I know, it was the original original to the house. But it basically seemed to me like we have space and we're going to figure out a way to use this space under the stairs. It was a small, narrow closet and um, the doors opened, but you couldn't just step into it. You had to step over a lip to sort of like get in it if you wanted to get in it, which you weren't supposed to do. And we would keep <laughs> like the vacuum cleaner, like stuff you didn't need very often that was in this weird closet on the staircase in like the middle of the staircase and as i mentioned <laughs> you're not supposed to get in it but we Why? thought because it was unstable or just because it was small or it could lock Haunted. 
all all I'm sure all of the above. I don't I don't know that it was ever told to me why we weren't supposed to go into the closet, but it was just sort of like don't play in the closet. Um, <laughs> we didn't no, have a lot of rules. We didn't have a lot of boundaries. Right. You can sleep in this closet, but don't play in this closet. And we didn't have mm-hmm. a lot of rules. We didn't have a lot of boundaries. And um, so to even have any rule at all was sort of bizarre. But there, that don't go in that closet was sort of the thing. So of course, if you have a rule when you're a kid, that's all you want to do is break. <laughs> That rule. Mm-hmm. So it was really, really the only time, the only prank I've ever done. I mean, I did do prank phone calls. I was remembering this as we were talking that yeah. later on in, in my teenage years, we, we definitely did Do you have King Arthur in a can or whatever? Uh, it's, uh, Prince, Prince Albert. Prince Albert in a can, King Arthur. It was a, a chewing tobacco, I think. Yes, you're, you're Prince really Albert bad. in a can. You're, yeah. King Arthur, you're terrible at this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I don't um, Whatever it was. <laughs> he has your refrigerator running, all those. Um, <laughs> Zig Ziglar. <laughs> also, how old is that prank that children would understand you have a uh, uh, prince... Uh, Albert in a can. I don't even know what that is. It's I a know, chewing tobacco either. that was in a can. Mm-hmm. I mean, unlike her. Yeah. It, it, the phone came around when Victoria was there, so I guess that's why it was such a big It's like deal. a prank from when they used to answer the phone, Ahoy there. You know, it's very, <laughs> ahoy, ahoy. That's all right. <laughs> So this and this is a very small closet. It's a very dark, narrow stairway. So there's, there's a there's there's certain amount of closet there. Like if you're literally if you if you're on your way up the stairs and you turn to your right and you open that closet door, you're pretty much pressed against the wall behind you while you take the vacuum cleaner out. There's not a lot of space. There's not a lot of room. It's not a handy closet, but it's there. <laughs> so um, one day. Um, we, my sister and I decided, because my sister that's right under me, we used to torture my brother, who was right in the middle, a lot. <laughs> and um, we decided that the best thing to do would be to hide in the closet and wait for my brother to come up or down the stairs uh. and jump out of the closet and scare the shit out of him. We didn't take gravity into account. We didn't think about, uh, like, oh no. we didn't think about what could happen or might happen. We just thought this would be a really great, uh, great you know, great moment plan. to, like, yeah. just scare the shit out of my brother. <laughs> Yeah, um, so we hid in the closet, and um, and we could hear my brother, and he's like fucking around, and then he um, comes running out, comes running out, and um, we're like, he's coming, he's coming, he runs up the stairs, runs up the stairs, and we like burst out, ah! and he like, ah! and everybody's screaming, and we're screaming, and we're laughing, and we're screaming, and he's screaming, and he's crying, and he falls, and he like rolls down the stairs, oh, he's not, no. he's fine. He's a lawyer. He's a lawyer today. Yeah. Um, uh, and uh, what is he an injury attorney? He's an injury attorney. <laughs> <laughs> um, Ambulance chaser. Specializes yeah. in, in prank Nevada. Yeah. Uh, he and he he was little at the time. So let's see. If my sister was born in that house, so he would have been like three. Oh yeah! Wait, he's three. Yeah, he's like a fourteen-year-old. Yeah. Oh wait, no, I'm lying. He would have been five. Much better. Okay, that's, that's fine. Much better. That's fine. Much, much better. What are you He's been though? around. Five, your We're all two years apart. Okay. So five, five seven, seven and nine. Yeah, right. or we might have been four, six, and eight, probably, in Yellow House number one. I think we moved out when I was eight. So that was a success. So we were like, well, we should do it again. Yeah. We'll do this tomorrow. We'll do it tomorrow. So, um, <laughs> and I think... And then I, every day. My, <laughs> yeah. And then I got home, um, and my sister wasn't home. I'm not sure where she was, but I was like, well, we planned it, so I'm going to do it. Without <laughs> her. She's just going to have to tell her about it later. So I got into the closet, and I'm waiting for my brother, and, uh, and, and I hear footsteps, and I'm like, oh, God, here we go. And I mm. can hear, like, I'm nervous. Like, I knew... 
Oh, and we'd gotten in trouble, by the way. Like, I skipped that. Like, my brother's screaming bloody murder at the bottom of the stairs, and we're screaming bloody murder in the middle of the stairs and laughing, and we're in the closet, and nobody's supposed to be in the closet, and my mother's just fucking like, what the fuck are you guys doing? And don't do that and stay out of the closet, and poor Ian on the floor, and it was a horrible, horrible day. Um, but the next day, um, <laughs> I had forgotten all about how all that was horrible, and I was going to do it again <laughs> without my sister. So now I'm back in the closet hiding in the closet but I have the memory of yesterday in my head and I can sort of like I can feel like I know now I know this is like I know how bad this could be like now there's the risk of like he could die like mm. I I don't remember yeah. thinking that but just thinking like this is bigger than I really anticipated it being yesterday but I'm gonna do it again anyway yeah. and I'm hiding in the closet and I hear somebody coming and I hear footsteps on the stairs and I Burst through two double doors, right? So you burst like a saloon. Like, burst through the doors, screaming, and it's my dad. Oh, no. No. Oh, no. And my dad fell down the stairs. No! Oh, my God! Oh, no. Oh, was he okay? Oh, he was fine. And he got up, and I just remember my dad at this time was. Suffering from some mental illness. Oh no! And um, which I didn't really know as a kid, but I know now. And um, I I peeked at like peeked around the the door that was like kind of moving and like because it was super quiet. Like yesterday was fun and crazy with my brother screaming yeah. and my sister and I like victorious. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah we fucking right. killed yeah. him. Yeah. Yeah. Take that. This one, like yeah. yeah. Now it's my father yeah. has fallen down the stairs and I look out and I see him getting up my dad always wore um, overalls like the kind Karen Mariyama used to wear back in the mm. in the 90s um, big overalls and he wore and he had uh, a big like mutton chop beard like super scraggly beard and he wore an engineering cap. Oh my God. Was he a train conductor? Did he do children's parties? Did he, did he do balloon animals? I mentioned he was a little mentally ill. Oh. So and I just, I saw him, and he he got up. Mm. And my dad was a big guy. He was, like, 6'3", and, you know, probably 200 pounds. And, like, up the stairs, like, just quiet, like, just walking up the stairs and making eye contact with me mm. and grabbed me by the front of my shirt and lifted me out. Now, remember, this is a closet that you have to step into, like, a good 18 inches, you have to like lift your leg over and get it. You're not supposed to get in it, but if you had to put the vacuum cleaner mm. in there, you'd have to kind of like lift it over so that not, if you opened it, it wouldn't fall out on the stairs. So yeah. like, there's a deep. With one hand, just grabbed me out of the um, out of the closet and threw me down the stairs. Whoa. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Whoa. No. Whoa. Okay, that was a prank. I just totally pranked you. What? He didn't throw me down the stairs, but he beat the shit out of me. He didn't throw me down the stairs, but he pushed me up against the wall on the opposite side of the closet. And he said, I told you kids not to do this. And then he took me down to the bottom of the stairs, and he beat the shit out of me. What is beating? Oh. Like, slapping? Punching? With my dad, on that day, it was um, it was probably a lot of, like, shaking and and just sort of smacking around, smacking yeah. the face and... and and like shut you, sit you down on the floor and then pick you back up off the floor. He was very violent. Mm. Oh my oh. gosh. This was not a good idea. So I don't prank. Yeah. <laughs> uh -huh. that'll, that'll learn you. 
Well, I mean, yeah. Michael learned from, you know, getting yelled at in a couch and you know, <laughs> yeah. being beaten. Yeah, I just remember, like, he, it was such a fast move of him, like, pulling me out of that closet. And I was so frozen, like, oh, I fucked up, man. Like, mm-hmm. this is fucking bad. Yeah. Oh. I do think it's amazing when you're annoyed as an adult, like, I have a new puppy, like, that the, you have to kind of control that thing of, like, no, no. like, you're so mm-hmm. fast and annoyed and... yeah. And you have to remember, like, they don't know, and they're just a baby, and, like, like breathe, yeah. calm down. Yeah, it was awful. And the, the thing was, like, he knew about the day before. Like, there were so many rules being broken. Like, there's just the rule ahead of time of, like, you're not supposed to go into that closet. Yes, so there was yes. that rule. And then there was the day before we almost killed my brother. So there yeah, was the that. safety rule is very... I do think there's something, too, like, if your kid's going to burn their hand on the stove, you spank them, like, you teach them... No, my dad was... But that, yeah, you don't. But yeah. you never pranked again, so I guess we're a- against pranks and advocating for. Uh, I did. I did. Corporal punishment. I did. <laughs> uh, I did make prank phone calls. Yeah. But nobody. Yeah. Will nobody maybe die. died. Maybe their hearts will die. Yeah. Or they'll go after their refrigerator. And it was yeah. stupid. It was Prince Albert in a can. It wasn't even anything like. Yeah. I don't know who this guy is. Why you is know, he in a can? You might have. Uh, Victoria's husband. Okay. Oh, Victoria's husband. Yeah. They named, Prince uh, I think, tin tobacco, chewing tobacco after right. him. Mm. So it would only or work if you were, and I bet you, because the phone was invented around that time, it's turn of the century, that it would only work then where, like, oh, my God, the novelty of calling someone, and you say, do you have Prince Albert in a can? Or, yes, and of course. Yes, of course I do. Well, you better let him out. What? <laughs> oh, switcheroo. <laughs> but you know what oh, I think? Kids. I think that, if, if I remember correctly, I'm guessing that whoever answered the phone would be like, what is that? Yeah. Like, I don't think they knew. Nobody knew other than I think... In like the Queen late Victoria. 1800s, early 1900s. Yeah, isn't that what they also call it, dick piercing? Yes, they call it a Prince Albert because yes. in yes. theory he had the a, a piercing in his penis and a chain that wrapped around his leg. Really? What? <laughs> How do you guys not know this? Like an face. How do you? I know? mean, I knew that. I didn't uh, know that the chain really did. So it kept it. Back it kept then, it, it would have been infected. That is like, not you can't just get a dick piercing back then. It doesn't matter. You know what? I'm going to take away my time machine thing for you. <laughs> and I'm going to go back and I'm going to take you out of that closet Thank before you. your dad comes home. And again, baby oh, Hitler, Hitler survived. So, I thought you were going to go back and tell Prince Albert. You're safe, Albert. World War II. Not, not. Here's your penis. <laughs> and here's a chain to take it tied to your that leg. Too. It probably meant you could wear tighter pants and dress left or right or whatever. Oh, my God. Thank you, Mary Jo. No, you're welcome. Thank you for sharing another jo. childhood trauma with us. <clears throat> Yay! And now, Jillian Bell to bring us home. How do you do? How do you do? Um, Good afternoon. I feel like I should set up that my sister and I are very, very close. Um, uh, we are five years apart, and we have always gotten along, pretty much. And... I feel like pranks, if they're if they're if they're not horrible, it's they're kind of fun. Um, I very much enjoy Impractical Jokers, which I don't know if anybody watches that show, but it is oh, it is. I mean, it's like stoner TV. It's just like people. It's four guys who are just like running around pranking each other, and like it's really fun. But anyway, that's my stance on pranking. Um, my sister and I have lived together like our entire lives except for five years. Well, basically when she was in college and I was finishing up high school. So we lived together when I first moved to LA and we were in this apartment uh, sharing with two other people, two guys. And we were in this one room 
where her bed, uh, sort of where she laid her head at night mm-hmm. to rest, mm-hmm. um, was facing <laughs> out towards like a hallway. And in the middle of the night, I, uh, one night, I got up to get some water. I was thirsty. Mm-hmm. And I kept the lights out because I was just like, you know, was half awake. Mm-hmm. I'm creeping down this hallway, <laughs> the little creeper. <laughs> I get my water. I'm walking back. And right as I'm like approaching, I'm still in the hallway. My sister wakes up. She goes, stop, stop, don't move. And I was like, it's me, it's Jillian. <laughs> and she goes, I just, I just had a nightmare. And it was about aliens and they were coming for me. And you look like one right now, just where you are. And I was like, I, uh, Brianna, it's fine. You're just waking up. It's, yeah. it's fine. It's me. It's me. And she goes, I'm sorry. <clears throat> I'm sorry. And I go, she goes, it's just really still freaking me out. And I go, eh. Brianna, it's totally glebo-glarvin. <laughs> <laughs> no. No. I started walking towards her with my arms out like an alien. And she screamed. Oh, my gosh. So loud. <laughs> oh and then gosh. I sunk down to the floor and almost pissed my pants because I was laughing so hard. <laughs> Also because I said Gleboglarvin as if that was an alien or yeah. something. Yeah. Uh, and I love that you said you were walking with your arms out like an alien. Yes. Like the alien. The aliens aliens walk sort of like, like Frankenstein. Yes. Common they knowledge. always do. Gleboglarvin. So, but you know, those are the sort of like harmless pranks every once in a while we'll do. But my sister, my sister got me good when we were little. I mean, she deserves so many pranks in her adult life because when we were little, I would say I was maybe three, four, five, somewhere there. Brianna was eight, nine. And we were, we would go on vacation with our family to Laguna Beach. And I'm from uh, near Prank, Nevada. I was a little town called Las Vegas. Thank you. And so we, you know, it was a, a few hours in the car and you'd get bored and we're in this big suburban uh and i remember too this is just a fun fact for everyone my family (laughs) had a tv in the car and that was huge and it was i mean we're we have like flat screens now it was a giant (laughs) that was hooked into the middle console in between my parents in the front seat Uh but the best part was sometimes if there was a dip, it would <laughs> slam back down and rewind the video. So oh it would just be like, oh, Was it no. like the kind that had the VHS built in? Yes. It? yes. So, yeah. like, so it was an actual television. It was an actual huge chunk of a television. How did they it plug it in? The car or they, they had it like built in. I'm like, what are you? It wasn't just like hillbilly rigged. Like, no. It's tapped into the battery. That's no, genius. Had, like, they had it built. I'm like, you guys are like pimp my ride yeah. in the 80s. Um, so anyway, so so we're back there. You know, the thing is we've probably gone through several dips, so we stopped watching TV. Okay. My sister's bored. What movie or TV show do you think? Oh, probably. I watched Beetlejuice <laughs> all growing up in Clue. Yeah. No, um, or Mannequin Two. We watched Mannequin Two a lot on the move. Mannequin Two. Mannequin Two. So yes. So we were in the back, and my sister's bored. So she looks at me, and my parents are in the front, probably listening to uh, Sailing by Christopher Cross or something. A lot of yacht rock. And I, she looks at me, and she says, "Okay, I have to tell you something, but I, you can't tell mom and dad." And I'm like. 
and I'm already, I'm like a tattletale. Like I, I, I can't keep a secret and I feel too guilty. I was yeah. raised Catholic. It's a whole yeah. thing. Yeah. So she says, but you seriously can't tell this one because I think they'll send me away. Oh, and no. I Shit. love my sister, yeah. love my sister. So I'm like, it's on. I'm never telling them whatever this is. It's between us. Yeah. So she says, I have multiple personalities. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. God. <laughs> and she was how old? She was probably like seven, eight. That's nine, genius. Yes, she's a genius. How would she yeah. even know about multiple personalities? I mean, yeah. I don't know. Some, some, some TV, TV movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah for right. sure. So she goes, Sybil. I want you to meet them. Ah! Oh, oh, no. Ah. So she proceeds to close her eyes and bow her her chin down to her chest nice, and nice. then she comes back up and opens her eyes and she's like i'm jennifer oh <laughs> no and i'm like who what jennifer and i'm terrified yeah. and she's like don't worry i'm the cool one and she's show. like into boys and wants to be a cheerleader someday. And I'm just like, okay, Jennifer seems okay. Then my sister closes her eyes and bows her head again. Then she opens them and she's like, I'm Bobby. (laughs) No. And I'm like, Bobby, I'm I'm Jillian. And she's like, he's like, I know all about you. Like, 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 we talk in there. Like he's totally making up all this stuff. How is she not an actor? I know. Trust me, she talks about it all the time. Okay. If Brianna, if you're listening to this, shout out to you being an actor. Yes. <laughs> um, says shout out. She so she, Bobby is sort of a, a jock. Oh, probably oh. would have dated Jennifer if they weren't the same child. Uh, <laughs> then she goes, "Oh no!" And oh, I go, what? And she closes her eyes. <laughs> no, yeah. no. Opens her eyes, looks at me. <gasps> I've never been more scared. She's like, hi, Jillian. <laughs> no! And that, I don't even remember the name of it. I've blocked it out. Yeah. It was like a demon. Yeah. <laughs> it was the scariest character. Oh and I gosh. don't know if she had many more. I, those are the ones that I remember. And you're the, hurtling down the freeway. We're hurtling down the freeway. My parents are like, sailing, take <laughs> me away. And I'm just like, oh, God, Brianna, come back. And then she would be like, I'm back. What happened? Ah! Genius. This went on. Nice. So, so, by the way, we go on vacation. We come back. We have our normal lives. I never really see these people again, <laughs> but then every time we go on vacation. Oh, no. Them. And it happens for probably three years. Oh. Wow. So years. just all of a sudden, she would close her eyes and look back over you and be like, yeah. hi, Jillian. Yeah. Did she keep good track of the character? Yes. <clears throat> oh, yeah. but she was flawless. She was, I mean. That's amazing. So she was Meryl Streep. You're believing this for years and never going years, to your parents never like, never hey, telling my parents. maybe she needs some help. Did you ever Never. bring it up to her outside of those trips? Like, yeah, I think I would be like, D- "You still have," and she's like, "Oh yeah, they're just not around right now." Like, she would like be like, she would always she be kept on. This up for yeah. years. But they're getting years. real excited about Disney World next month, so oh, yeah. they'll so, be back. And like for the most part, I was like, "The 
kind of cool people. I don't hate them. Right. Uh, but, except but, for that demon. Except for that the demon, demon one. Yeah. And yeah. then one time, I don't even remember when it happened, but she basically was like, I've been messing with you for a really long time. And I cried and I told my mom. And I remember my mom probably just being like, that's pretty funny. <laughs> she like, no one got, my sister never got in trouble for anything. I can see. Anything. Yeah. I've gotten in trouble for so much. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's. That's her pranking me. Wow. Oh, my God. That's amazing. How old was she when she pulled this off? Oh, she must have been eight or nine. See, like, we were, I mean, we were smart kids. Like, I mean, we were diabolical. Yeah. Like, there was no innocence. Like, we were all, like, crazy. My prank was, like, playing cuter and younger than I was because I knew my mom, like, talked about it. I heard her talk about it. Like, see, it's so unique that, like, Colleen still believes in the Easter Bunny, but Jennifer doesn't. I was like, I don't believe in the Easter Bunny. I just know you think it's adorable. But oh, yeah. the mani- it's not a plan, yeah. it's manipulation. Yeah, right. right. But it's, I didn't convince somebody out of three separate or five separate personalities and terrify them. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Mine was, was only best. for my benefit, not What for- does your sister do? What did she do? What, what does she do today? Oh, we're working together. <laughs> she, um... Uh, she was an agent for a really long time. She we're we're very cute, you guys. Like she moved out <laughs> to LA so that my parents would feel okay for me moving out to LA. Oh, that's so she sweet. became an agent because she knew I wanted to be an actress. Wow. And she was like, I'll show like learn what you should do. Wow. To help you. So we're wow. like really close. That's amazing. That's the only thing uh, really messed up I feel yeah. like she's ever done. To I think that's we amazing. might have to have a cute sisters off. Because I mean, oh, you you guys are cute. Yeah, mm-hmm. Jen and I definitely could. Like, if we should hold a like a thing. Yes. Could we hold it like a public? A I would. Cute be, off? I would be neck a on neck with off. my sister Coco. Sounds like a baby neck pageant or something. Yeah, like a baby pageant. Very uncomfortable. But yeah. you play like what's the match game where you say what you think your sister would answer? Oh like yeah, I like that. I we know really... everything about each other. Yeah. Password is that what it is? Oh, like newlywed game. Newlywed like, game. Yeah, so newlywed game. Newlywed right. game with siblings. I don't think I could play that with my siblings. Well, maybe maybe my out. brother. But I could host it. How about that? I'll host it. I'll be the yeah. game host. You guys, host. we'll keep you up to date on what happened. <laughs> my sister and I, like, I just have to tell you this really quickly. This is how weird we are. We literally last, last night, we were hanging out, and her fiancé lives with us. We all live in a big house together, which is what it is. It's yeah. a sitcom. And... Something fell in his room, and we laughed, and we were like, maybe he's dead. And we just kept singing, that's the night Adam died in our big house. And that's all we sang for, like, And you never went to check. No one checked. He's fine, by the way. (laughs) But we sang that and harmonized and then made up weird lyrics. And I'm like, do you and your sister do this? Jennifer and I do, anytime anybody asks us a question that's like a, any, like, you go to the vet, and they ask you, like, three questions. We respond at the exact same time. So it'll be like, hi, how are you doing? We'll go, good, how are you? Ah! We say, in three questions yeah. in a row, we say everything in unison. Um, every time we leave each other, Ian is involved in this, we say, I love you. And so it's just constant. And I'm trying to think of another dumbness. We Oh, crying. Mm-hmm. So we were driving and... Oh, no, we were watching a TV, a TV show, and I can't remember what it was, but it sat, I was sitting far away from her. It sounded like Jennifer was laughing, but I was crying. And I said, are you laughing? And she said, no. And I went, okay. And we were both simultaneously cry laughing because something was stupid on TV. No. And she watched something. Oh, 
Oh, so our dog Blue died three months ago. And we were listening to that song where it was like, what was the song? It's It was this uh, Celine Dion song where she says, I am frightened, but I'm ready to learn. Mm. <laughs> and I am frightened, but I'm ready to learn. And Jen started crying in the car. And I was like, what is she crying about? And then I thought, oh, it's I'm frightened, I'm ready to learn. And I went, and I started sobbing because we lost our dog and we got a new dog. It's so all coming had, back to me. Is that what it is? Yeah. The song is all and back. so her crying made me think, and then we're both in the car laugh crying. Yeah. Uh, but not. you did have a song. You told me that you guys had a song. Oh, her funeral. I'm going to play um, uh, I Hope You I Dance. And um, no, there was when a song we you guys because it makes her furious, and we think it'll make her come back from the grave. <laughs> okay. Okay. But you so, sang the naked body song with which, your sister. Which naked body song? When you guys would be naked in the bathroom. You t- oh, oh, okay. This is. I think I win. This is it. So Jennifer <laughs> and I shared a bathroom for several years in LA, and the toilet was right by the shower. So sometimes if you're going to the bathroom and somebody to take a shower, yeah. you'd be sitting on the toilet maybe there. So we had this song. <laughs> Look how close my nigga body is to yours. Uh, Look how close my nigga body is to yours. You will believe the sights I see when your body is close to me. Oh, look how close my nigga body is to yours. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so, if you don't have someone bare ass naked by your face while you're shitting, you know how close to Because why else would you be in the toilet so long that someone would need to take a shower? <laughs> yes. <laughs> So, all right, let's start talking about people and where they're from. Jillian, start. Uh, People know you and see you. Twitter, social media handles. How can they find you, Jillian? Well, uh, you can find me in L.A. Yeah, (laughs) sure. (laughs) Or um, at Jillian Bell on Instagram or at Jillian Bell on Twitter. (laughs) Um, Anything coming up? Oh, what's coming up? Um, gosh, nothing to talk about yet. I'm shooting something soon that I'm very nervous about. Ooh, yeah. can you tell us what it is? Um, it's a drama. Ooh, yes. yes. Mm. Is that why you're nervous? Yes. No. Jillian yeah. was in the master of very dramatic films, mm-hmm. uh, but very small part. This Doesn't one matter. is like I'm the lead, and I'm Ooh. wow. Going to have to cry and have sex with people, and it's yes. very scary. At the same What's time? it called? <laughs> Both. Yeah, it's right real life. Um, it's called <laughs> Britney Runs Marathon, and I play Britney. Oh, I'm excited. You got this. You're, You're amazing. Have, yeah. You have to run. I do have to run, and I've started running recently, and I kind of like it, and mm. that is the most surprising thing yeah. in my life right now. Yeah. Are you street running or going to a track? Or I'm street running, but I really like to go to a track. Yeah. I'd like to go. There's like in my head, I remember there's a there's a gym from my past, uh, from when I was a kid, <laughs> where there was a track inside uh-huh. and yeah. it was sort of slanted, and I want to be on that. Where do you live? Time. Yeah. What part of? No, no, I don't mean your address. What part of? Like, do you live in the valley? Do yes, you, I okay. live in the valley. Right. Just hop the fence at Hollywood High. They love it. Yeah. Yeah. There actually is a fence. Near Hollywood High, that a, a track you can run on Fairfax. I just want a fence now. It's not. It's not <laughs> covered, but there is a track. The oh. LA Fitness in Sherman or uh, North Hollywood has one of those. Indoor yeah. Tracks. The one in Hollywood does too, but yeah, it's upstairs. Then you, then then you have sunscreen room. if you're inside. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. now everyone knows where to find me. <laughs> uh, we'll edit it. Okay, now. Brittany. We'll edit it. All right, yeah. Michael. Uh, well, 
I got a couple things coming up, and you won't see me in it because it's all puppetry. Yay! <laughs> but the Muppets are playing the Hollywood Bowl. Yes, oh, they are. And I signed serious Muppets paperwork, so I can't tell you what I'm doing. But you wouldn't know anyway because it's the freaking puppet. So anyway, but I'm really excited about that. But I'm really also excited that um, on October 13th on Amazon Prime, Sigmund and the Sea Monsters Season 1 starts. That was a show I watched as a little kid. Yeah. So the fact that hey. I'm in the new version is insane. That's Yay. awesome. And Eileen O'Connell's Eileen, I was getting it. It's in my notes. Sorry, me to sorry. It. No, it's okay. David Arquette are the, is a human in it, and so is the wonderful Eileen O'Connell. Yeah. Who we have on the show, but we have not had yet. Oh, we right. need to she's have her. She's wonderful. I just the did first some time ADR I played a pregnant and got to see her doing her thing, and she's great in it. She plays Aunt Maxine. Um, and, you know, it's not a spoiler, but if anyone's old enough to know the original show, the original Johnny Whitaker from Family Affair, the redheaded wow. kid who was in every TV show in the 60s and 70s, he's in it as, as Captain Zack, a sea captain. So it's like, when it's I first so moved to L.A., I saw a California Highway Patrol officer and I laughed because, like, you look like those idiots from Chips. <laughs> oh, you're actually an officer of the law. Oh, okay. Uh, but, like, I feel like I walked into TV land and I work there and it's freaking wonderful. So, awesome. October 13th, Amazon Prime. Please watch Sigmund the Sea Monsters. I play Blurp, Sigmund's <laughs> jerky brother. Yay. And if there's any menace in the show, it's a very family-friendly show. It's Blurp. <gasps> Blurp threatens to eat people all the time. So, yeah. I love Blurp. Go it's the Blurp. favorite thing I've ever played. So, there's that. Any, any social media handles you want to throw Oh, yeah. Out? Same thing. If you can manage to spell my Dutch name, I'm on Twitter, at Michael Ostrom. O-O-S- Two O's. Yeah, O-O-S-T-R-O-M. At Instagram. And don't befriend me on Facebook. I won't accept it. Oh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Facebook's dead. Yes, Tessa? Hi, Tessa Goss. I'm at Tessa Goss on Instagram and at Tessa Goss on Twitter. Why would I even say that? I don't know how to tweet. I don't get it. I don't get it. <laughs> I try and then I delete them because I get so embarrassed. <laughs> I do that too. I delete all of them. It's so embarrassing. Mm. I don't get it. Anyways, um, well, I have a stand up. I'm doing stand up. So I have a stand up show coming up at the Groundlings on September, I don't know, somebody, 14. It's <laughs> 10. So that's you late. The name of it? Uh, it's not September 14. It's uh, yeah, it's Stand Up Explosion. It's Scott Beaner. Oh, Scott Beaner. Johnny yeah. Beaner show. Sounds dangerous. September 14. You can probably go groundlings.com and, and um, buy tickets. Yeah, groundlings.com buy techie poos. And then um, <laughs> I'm going to write something amazing about my waspy summer with my waspy family and my waspy in laws and wasps. I don't speak wasp. And um, yeah, I'm just, guys, I'm just blowing up. <laughs> Goss does not sound waspy to me. Goss. Oh. She married into wasp. Right, but yeah, but Goss she's saying married Goss name, yeah. right? Oh yeah, um, you're right. What if you say Goss? What if you say like Goss? Where the Gosses from the game of Goss? All right, well I'm Colleen Smith. I'm at Colleen Smee. C O L L E E N S M I on Twitter. C O L N E-E-N Marie S-M-I on Instagram uh, Ian is at Ian Screams yeah. on I both on Instagram I don't really do Twitter but, uh, okay on Instagram and he is the provider of all of our music beginning and end yes and uh, T-Chick McClure who is our co-producer and fine art photographer is at T-Chick Photo on Twitter and I think on Instagram I am at Mary Jo LA on Twitter and I think I think I'm at Mary Jo underscore LA on Instagram, but I don't get Instagram. I'm words, not pictures, <laughs> so I don't, I don't really Insta. And then we're at My First Time. At My First Time Pod on Twitter. But and the best place to go is, is MyFirstTimePodcast.net. Everything's spelled out because that's where you see chicks' photos, 
and bios and all the past yeah podcasts and yeah you get all the stuff you want there so you're wondering who these people are how to do a self breast exam Thank you, you guys, for being here. Yay! 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 Nobody was harmed in the making of this podcast. Yeah,